It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is BGN Radio, live from New Media Studios. Again, it is so fancy in here. I love this place. Every time we come up here, it's, uh, you know, Justin takes care of us, and we're just, we're rocking and rolling. We record, we we don't do anything. We just literally, we're going to take your calls, and that's (laughs) that's pretty much it. That's it. We take calls and talk. It's New Media Studios in Trevo's. Uh, and we're having a great time. James, uh, what's happening, bud? I'm just jamming out to these sweet tunes right here. I'm <laughs> yeah, loving this. I, I'm like swinging back and forth in my chair. I got to, you know, uh, it's great. I don't have to do anything. I just talk, which yeah. is like, that's the dream, right, John? You know, yes. I'm so used to having to do so many other things but talk or with talking here because of Justin in this wonderful place. We just get to sit here and talk. Yeah, we don't have to edit. We don't have to do it. It's just you just literally show up. Justin takes care of business. We walk out. We go have a nice cup of coffee at Wawa, maybe a pretzel or two. Potentially. Uh, and that's and that's pretty much it. And we got a lot to talk about because this is basically going to be part number two of what I was talking about last night. You know, it, was just, it was late, a lot of frustration. <laughs> I really didn't break down any of the game. I just concentrated on those last seven awful minutes, which I think everybody's been talking about today. And it's been, just James, just overall, though, I mean, like, what were your feelings right after that because i know that's been a it's been a busy day of phone calls for you yes well. yes i've heard uh, uh the beginning and end and and start and stop and all of it and all the frustration all the venting and um you know i i think i kind of fall where i would say the majority fall in the sense that i blame doug peterson the majority of the loss i would have to put on doug's shoulders uh but you know there's just so much blame to go around obviously and it's so it's like how long can you keep blaming these receivers before doing what we've been doing for weeks and just say they're just not good enough you know you can only blame them so far and you can only blame 
dug for their in inefficient inabilities and you know inefficiencies whatever so far as well but um the, the thing that really bothered me was was that with Doug so far we've seen such an aggressive guy you know one of my favorite things the fourth downs the all the just aggressive mentality and it seemed that in the biggest spot yet against you know biggest spot for multiple reasons obviously rival NFC you know all the record everything on the line uh, it seemed like he shriveled up the most in that biggest spot and that was a bit of a worry obviously with the history of Andy and all that type of stuff um but look you know it's it's you can't. You're upset because of the loss. You're upset because of the way they lost, especially because they oh, won. Oh, and then lost. Too. Yeah. It's just like, man. But um, you know, I think from a from a football perspective, there are things to be positive about moving forward. Yeah, and there is. And look, everybody was, has been upset. And Doug doubled down during his press conference today about the swing pass to Sproles, and everybody's up in arms. And about, the punt, which I didn't like. I didn't yeah, like him. I hated that. I what? hated that answer. Yeah, it was like, dude, you were wrong. Just admit if Just. Say, yeah. yeah, you're you guys are right. I hated the situation. I expected to be kicking a 47 yarder. My guy lost six and I punted. You know what? I shouldn't have. Yeah, well, go to fucking Purdue if you want to punt. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you guys just made a, I don't know. I, I talked about that enough, but it was, you know, if a 55 yarder you made earlier in the half, you two of them. should trust Caleb Sturgis. Two of them. Let's not forget that because he got iced and he nailed both. Uh, that's right. That's right. So. That's a great point, actually. And the, and then you just get into there. Listen, I don't, I, and I understand everybody getting upset. How are more people not upset that you put the ball in Josh Huff's hands to throw a pass? Yes. Like, why would you take it out of car? I I get it. Like, uh, I, there was a lot of people saying, well, it almost worked. Yeah, but that's a really cute play. And the guy that you're grooming is 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 your quarterback. That is your franchise guy. Why are you taking the ball? Out of his hands in that situation, really, just to try and trick. That's cutesy crap. You know, that's college crap. That's I. I don't like that. I especially in that spot. You want to try that earlier yeah, in the game. Yeah, that's what I that's was about fine. to say. Or you try it in a spot like last year, that Patriots game, like a kitchen sink type game. Not there. Not when. Not when the game is on the line and you're and you're you have played a game to win. That was not a, a we're winning and we've got this game kind of play. Yes, exactly. And again, you can uh, give us a shout. Right now, this is the great thing is because, you know, when you're podcasting, you can't take phone calls while you're podcasting. You know, it's just like, you know, we we stream every now and again, but it's so ridiculously hard to pair everybody up because they're in seven different places and then to take on phone calls on top of that. So that's, again, why New Media Studios is, is the absolute best. As we go to the 321, you are on BGN Radio. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? How are you? Good. What's your name? Well... Uh, my name is Gus, by the way. How are you guys? Hey, Gus. Hey, Gus. What's going on, man? Well, I wanted to sort of get your take on this. Do you think it looks good that we were able to be ahead of the Cowboys at a certain point without Lane Johnson and without Benny Logan? Or it sort of looks bad that we were able to lose another lead, like we lost it to the Lions, like we're just giving it to the wrong running back and we're fumbling and we're not just taking – advantage of the situations we need to. Well, I got to tell you, actually, it's a, it's a great point because I think we're, we're so wrapped up in, in the loss and how it went down. And But I, I even said, like, I thought there was going to be a humongous problem with that offensive line and Benny Logan not coming in there. Bo Allen actually played a really solid game. You know, those those guys didn't really get into a rhythm. And I thought, as, as you know, Zeke still made some pretty big plays, but he wasn't able to get in a rhythm like he was in previous games. Those tackle for losses 
came at the right time when Cox got him or Graham would get him or somebody else, or even Connor Barwin kind of came yeah, in he, there a couple seemed, of times. He seemed to be less superhero-ish when he sort of got bottled up. And I would like to have seen what what our defensive line would have been like with Benny Logan versus that offensive line. Whether that offensive line is as great as people say or if it's just an okay offensive line, they might be overhyped by the media if they do not watch the Cowboys offensive line all the time, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally does. And here's the thing. I think it's both. I think they are overhyped, but they're also a really, really good offensive line. They, I mean, them and, and Oakland are probably the two best offensive lines in the game, and Dallas probably is the best offensive line in football. They are not the Dallas line of the mid-90s with, you know, Larry Allen and Nate Newton and Stepnoski. And, you know, it's not that kind of all-time great line, but it is a really good line, Gus. And I think you make a good point that they really did hold up without – I mean, we talked about that on our Saturday show on WIP, that the loss of Benny Logan for this specific matchup was crucial. And I think you did see it early on. I think that it took them a little bit – a little while to adjust having Benny out of the lineup – and that's kind of why he looked so good early. But, yeah, especially watching that dude play. I mean, anytime you stop Zeke, it feels like anytime he doesn't get positive yards or, or multiple positive yards, it's a win. Because oh, yeah. it's like you hit him and it's two, three, four more yards every single time. Yeah, and that's it. You just forget how strong like he is. And then you're like, man, I mean, like he was, he was dragging some pretty big hosses there. And, to, Gus, to your point of just like should you be upset, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think everything is just it went from anger to kind of disappointment in the last, like, 12 hours because you realize, like, okay, there's going to be a cap on this team. It really is. It's some of the same things that we feared, and it's, it comes with the offense. At the same time, you know, there's this small part of optimism where it's like, all right, they're still not into November yet. They're not playing their best football. They still have a winning record for the time being. And, yes, the schedule's going to get harder. But also at the same time, we'll, they've been in every single game. You know, they haven't been blown out. It hasn't looked atrocious despite some of their shortcomings. I think what people forget is that this is Doug Peterson's first year as a head coach and Carson Wentz's first year as a quarterback just being thrown in about a week before the season. So a lot of people are when we lose these sort of games, even though we should be winning them because we're up at a certain point. Yeah. We pr- people we pr- forget that we're, we're in the first, we're in completely the first year of this thing. The Cowboys have had Jason Garrett for who knows how long they're, they're deep in this thing. So they've had this the, is all yeah, brand they, new I mean, to Dal- the Eagles. It's just Dallas kind is, of thrown together already. Like, yeah, 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 one yeah. Of our absolutely. Gus. And, 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 and the, the difference is, I don't know. Dak's new too, you know. That so the coach isn't new, the quarterback's new, the running back's new, but everything else around that uh, is not. So yeah. it's it's kind of it is it is a little different. It is different, but I I think also look, I, he makes a good point that that Doug Peterson and I don't think anyone forgets that uh, that Doug and Carson are in their first year here. I think we all remember that, but at the same time, I, I think what really happened, Gus, was that the expectations got raised. You know, we were, we were not expecting this team to be a real contender of any kind whatsoever. And then that Pittsburgh game happens after the first two wins. And it, it changed all of our expectations. It changed what our perception of this team was at the time. And thus, even though these guys are earned their first year, we're going to react this way because our expectations were higher. And I think John made a great point by saying, listen, there's a cap. This team is not going to win the Super Bowl. They're not yeah. that good. And 
it, it's very their 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 flaws are very apparent and very obvious, and thus it, it, at least in the positive that we know we can we know what we need to do. We know what this team needs to do to go out and get to that next level because the beauty of this is. Carson Wentz is for real, and and that's the thing that we can yes. really take away from all of this. And this is the other thing too that in uh, our good friend Dan Klosser was having this conversation with earlier today. The, the, the Eagles are not. I keep hearing that they're a young team. This is not a young team. There are there's youth in places in skill positions, and some of them you haven't hit on. Jordan Matthews, Nelson Aguilar. God damn, does that suck? Like you you had this young talent that's supposed to infuse. Some of the core that's there now. That's the same reason why he paid Zach Ertz to be a part of that thing. But you know, I mean, Brandon Graham's going to be twenty eight, twenty nine before we're going to before we realize what happened. Malcolm Jenkins is getting old in football terms. Peters is done. Lane Johnson's kind of up in the air now. You know, there's there's all these different moving parts that are. Nigel Bradham is not a young guy. You know, like Jordan Hicks is your young guy, and ooh, there's a couple times last night. I mean, th- you know, he. He played, I think, well overall. That interception was was That's awesome, great. and that was so smart of him to do. But he, I mean, Zeke was barrel rolling him at at, mm-hmm. at times in the beginning, and you were like, "Oh my God, is that really going to happen?" But the, James, this isn't a young team, man, and the expectations shouldn't be Super Bowl. But for me, if it's going, I mean, if you're talking yourself out of like, "Well, it's just not a playoff team," fuck that. Yeah, that's where my expectation was. Yes, I, I said that I thought this was going to be a six and ten, seven. And nine type of football team that you're coming into here, you just didn't have the right stuff, and uh, and now they've shown you that they can be a playoff team. That, uh, and you know it's probably a done in round one type of of team because like like we're saying it's a cap. But I, I I hate the fact that people are kind of reverting that and saying, well, our expectations weren't so high; they're supposed to be bad anyway. No, 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 no. They 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 can play at a high level, and they need to play a complete football game. They haven't done that yet. Yeah, they won the game yesterday. How many? Look, all right. They have. I mean, and they like you said, they have not been blown out at all. They they Washington game. They lost. They lost to Washington. They have not lost another game. Okay, they didn't win those other games, but they didn't lose. I mean, or let's put it this way. You know what? They 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 did lose those games, but they also won them. If you know what I mean, they should have won those games, and and certainly that Dallas game was. For all intents and purposes, pretty much over. Obviously, the Detroit game, the Ryan Matthews fumble. Yes, this team has shown. Look, look, Dallas is seven and one, sitting atop the NFC, or six and one, six and one, sitting yeah. atop the NFC. We saw that that's not a very good football team last night either. The N- the NFL is not good. Yes. You know, outside of <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady, right. okay, the NFL is not that good right now. So you have to hope for the stars, and you have to, if you have any inkling of of potential or a run or whatever you seize it and you jump on it uh, you know this league can go one way one year in the complete opposite way the other so if you have any semblance of a chance you take it yes but i as this team the, the point is as this team is currently constructed because of the lack of weapons i don't think they have a chance well but that's why I've, i said my piece last night a ton i you know james i was it, it is almost imperative that we're at the point, you know, if it is Tory Smith, you can throw it, you can throw in literally any different name to me right now, and I say yes, they need to go get a wide receiver. Yeah, for the I'll trade take anybody. Line. Anybody is better than which is anybody, but anybody who is an upgrade, bring him. I don't care. I really don't. I'll go Alshon. I'll go Tory Smith. I'll go anybody else I could possibly get. Give me 
friggin' uh, Terrell Pryor's not going to trade. Whoever, you know what I mean? Somebody, I will take anybody who can add. I'll take Kenny Stills from the – you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't absolutely. care. I just want someone who can go out and run faster than a cornerback and get open down the field because these guys can't do – I mean, it is – okay. Just quick. as a clear out. Real yeah. quick, real quick. Nelson Aguilar. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, dude. Can we talk uh, about that for uh, a moment? Okay. Holy cow. Dude, like, who the fuck are you? Like, earn it a little bit. You've done nothing in this city, nothing in the NFL, and we have, especially the guy sitting across from me, has defended you come hell or high water to give you a chance, and you have not come through on that chance one bit. And then you have the fucking balls to tell us, the fans who have rooted for this team our entire lives and bled and and wept and whatever, and you come in here and suck for three years and then tell me what I should care about? Shut the fuck up. Yes, yes, please. And that was it. Like that uh, last night was it for me. I, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. Like it, I know Sean Lee's gonna come and hit you on that slant pattern. You have to catch the ball or dive down. It's a first down. You gave away four points there. You know, like sorry, you're probably you're you're gonna score there. You're gonna score there if you make that play. And y- yes, I mean, in between that and and then Zach Ertz says they're not calling my yep. number. So he- last week we get Frank Reich defending and said, "Well, he's not playing enough snaps," and that's fucking he's playing ninety percent of the snaps already. And then today they're not calling my number. You're not getting open. Yes. I know that they run a, a lot of one read stuff there. I get that, but at the same time, like, you are not getting open. And when you are getting open, you're falling down. Like, it is just – it is – I cannot tell you another team other than San Francisco that I wouldn't trade all the skill players for a different team. Yeah, I'd trade it to I the am Browns. There. I would take the Browns skill yeah, Absolutely, Terrell I would. Pryor. Corey Coleman, <laughs> Terrell Pryor. Oh, my God. I'd take yes. it quickly, actually. Isaiah Crowell's better yes. than anybody we got. Let's yes. do it. Duke. Oh, my goodness. Let's he, go. Yes, because like, you couldn't convince me. And that how sad is that? It's uh, Our good friend Mike Angelina last night on the Big Daddy Graham show pulls out a stat that's kind of like made the entire thing on fire today. Jordan Matthews, 11 catches, 65 yards. <laughs> There's never been a wide receiver in the history of the NFL that has caught that many passes for that much little of yards. Are you where are we? Are we in a goddamn twilight zone? Like forget you know, Pinkston Thrash, like that comes up every time this year. Todd Pinkston is way better than these guys. <laughs> yes. It's not I close. never thought I'm that sorry. we would get here. And I are again, I'm arguing with Scott Kasmar last night of just like, you know, and because they said the same thing about Carson Wentz. It's the same shit that you said about Bradford. It's the same shit that you said about why aren't there a bunch of bigger plays. And they don't have the personnel to do it. it and literally, and because I said it, it's the same thing too with Carson Wentz. It's the most completions and the least amount of yards throwing to you. And I said, your answers are Jordan Matthews, Nelson Aguilar, Zach Ertz, and that and and DGB, that's why. And and of course, he's like, no, oh yeah, I'm sure. In the, the in Air the fi- fifteen thousand NFL games, that they they Philadelphia has the worst skill players ever. And I thought for a moment, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe they're being in that discussion because I, I I can't I don't know what to tell you guys anymore. I you know like 
All, the, the problem is Jordan— I might take the 49ers skill players. Carlos Hyde Ooh. is probably better if he's healthy than anyone here. <laughs> Jeremy uh, Curley know, can Jerry, catch. Tory, Smith Tory can Smith at least can run down the field. Man, <laughs> are we there? Are we the worst? Is it there? Tennessee, I mean, just because of the running backs, that's close. Richard Matthews, though. I mean, I, is he East Jordan Matthews? I mean, I don't know. Like Delaney Walker, just for Delaney just Walker Delaney, alone, yeah, right? I know. How about I mean, literally, I, there might be. We might. You're right. I, there's there, there's a debate <laughs> between San Francisco and Philadelphia. Yeah, the Rams. You'd take it just because of Gurley. Yes. I, this. I mean, this is bad, man. It's I haven't bad. thought about it in that way and really just stepped back and been like, hmm. Because you, it's that reality starts to stink in where you're just like, oh my god. It's like that can't be. Wait. Now. Oh man. Yeah. Well, and that's why. Again, this is so. It, it was so important for them to. And I don't know where to. I, I guess I don't know where to else to kind of point the figure. Like it is. It is clearly not Howie's fault for that, but also a little bit for trying to bring in Chris Givens and Ruben Randall. They not making the. T- I don't know. Like. I don't know. <laughs> you know, they they, yeah. did, they went to a place where I, I get it. You got to go find the franchise quarterback. There's a lot. There's a lot to fix on this team. You an offensive line. Big V had a pretty good game last night. I, you know, it's, it's, he hasn't looked like the same guy ever since he's getting just slobber knockered against Washington. Uh, but they didn't address they didn't address any of those skill players in the draft, and they really didn't try to do that in free agency. So now, I mean, I don't think they thought it would be this bad. No, nobody I, did. No, nobody thought we would this, be no, this bad. No, they did not think it would be this bad. I also, I mean, yes, you have to question that, and you also have to question. And I know that they have there has been coaching staff turnover and whatnot, but how is it that that all the the coaches, the wide receiver coaches, everyone that's been in this building the last few years, that no one has been able to develop one of these guys whatsoever? That tells me, and even if it's the the you know coaching is is part of it, that these guys just aren't good enough. It has nothing to do like no coach can get these guys to be good enough, and, and that's that's an issue. And I like. It is the issue. It is the most paramount issue on this team. I I don't. There is. I will. I will tell anybody who I speak to. They are wrong. I don't care. Not O line. Not D line. Not any. There is nothing else this team needs more than a fucking guy who can make something happen on offense. Like yes. just a, a, anybody. I'll take anybody. Yeah, and that's that little kid Ty Hill from. No, nah, you know what I mean. No, like <laughs> not him, but like just anybody. A little guy who can run fast. I, I don't. Darren Sproles was their best player. Yeah, well, that's that's also what confuses me about last night. Why aren't you just? Why aren't you giving? Oh well, I said that. I said that too already. I, I said made the sixty nine joke, but still, it <laughs> is it is the. Oh, but real quick, just before we get off this, back to Ertz because. Oh yes. First of all, that guy is so lucky that Nelson Aguilar spoke up because that comment I think has got yes, and that got way swept under the rug. His um, my number's not getting called because everyone's talking about Aguilar being a little bitch, but. Zach, dude, take your fucking millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars, and and worry about playing football, bro. Worry about getting better, getting open, and don't complain. Like, seriously, don't complain, dude. No one in this city has the time for you to do this right now. Like, nobody does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't, like, don't, don't be so staunch about All you have to say is we're trying to get better uh, day in and day out. I understand everybody's frustration. We'll get it together. Say and shut it down. Yeah, That's or it. You could even say, "I'd love to be more involved." You know, we're going to work on that. Find a, you know, I, I, we need to find a way to whatever. Like, just don't say 
they're not throwing me the ball, which is basically what you said. Yes, yes. It, there's all these different weird – I mean, well, except for Nelson. He just came out and said well, it. Well, no, yeah, but Nelson. There's, there's all these other weird different code words. In it. Doug said the same thing, you know, said it last night too. But, you know, Jimmy's up there. He's just saying, like, do you, can you coach these guys yeah. up and all catch a ball or whatever? like – yeah. He goes, and then he goes. Gotta, NFL players got to yeah, go, come to play. He goes, we play. He goes, this is the National Football League. Sometimes you just got to make plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, and sometimes you got to, sometimes you got to coach. That's, I mean, not the drops, but I. I that's why. Here, here's the debate I've I've been having with a lot of people. The is it? I think that is more. I I don't think it's quite Doug yet. At least I'm. I hope it's not Doug. The, because we've seen two head coaches do it in a row. Chip couldn't be aggressive. He went conservative. Doug was aggressive early. Couldn't do that anymore. It literally is the – I don't think it is necessarily the coach. I really do think this falls on the players. I don't think that the, the uh, you know, the – sure, the, the, he has control of how he's going to dictate some things, and I, I obviously agree that he's played scared, but I really do think that – you would have to scheme your ass off for the next couple of games for it to work out. Like, they have to be flawless to win football games offensively. I don't think that they're – I don't. they can't make, like, the, the mistakes that they have been making as far as, like, not being able to get into the end zone when it's obvious that they can or not having the right matchups where it's there. I, I don't know. I'm not ready to kind of just say that a lot of that loss is on Doug. I think a lot of it is still on personnel. Yeah, well, I, look, I think it's on both, but I'm not – I think that the more Doug personal issue, than it is Doug. I guess, I, no, well, my issues with Doug are not the play calling. My issue with Doug are the lack of aggressiveness, the lack of balls, the not kicking the field goal there, the not calling a timeout to try and get the ball back at the end of the game, stuff like that. That's my issue with Doug, and that's what upset me because the thing that I've liked the most about Doug so far has been his aggressiveness. I think from a play calling perspective, he was fine. He didn't do that bad a job. I don't love that call to Sproles there, but if Kelsey gets out there. It's not a, a huge loss. Like, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I, it, I'm not ripping Doug for the play calling. I do blame Doug for that loss, but I blame him for the lack of aggressiveness losing that game. Because if you go for that field goal, well, and very likely too. you hit it and the game is over. Even before then, too. Like the, well, I was, the, I was actually, and the fake punt too. Can we? How? No one's yeah. talked about that today. How does that happen? How in that spot? In that spot? How are you not just saying, "All right, all we're doing." is not letting them fake or something else. Let's keep our lane, stay back, yeah. because we get the ball back, this game's over pretty much. Like, how 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 does that happen? I don't that, well, that that blew me away. Yeah, that's it. That was the that's the turning point. That's that's where everything kind of fell to shit. Like you're just I, I couldn't believe that that had that much of an impact and momentum, but that was it. I mean, you're right. I mean we're all, I was literally sitting there typing up stuff about we're ready to rock and roll and celebrate this victory mm -hmm. because it just didn't it didn't really, you know, they, there was there's nothing that the Cowboys were doing. Jim Schwartz had him dead. Like, Dak had no clue what to do. Uh, and I don't think Jason Garrett did either. And that, you know, you just kind of see. And the only case, the, the, the crazy thing about that is they only got a field goal out of that. Yep. And sa the same thing with the Smallwood thing. Like, the defense still limited the damage. Yep. And they, That's <laughs> you why know, I, like, I, they, you couldn't even capitalize on that. Like, thank you for bailing us out. We're going to go score for you. And. Honestly, I, I can't blame the defense That's for a That's what lot, I was going to say. A lot of the first half. Yeah, you know, well, and, the, and, and overtime. And you blame the defense for overtime, but at the same time, it's really hard to, to blame the defense for that overtime when all they did was save your ass like six or seven times in a row at the end of the game when you just kept trying to give it away. Uh, you know, I, no, I don't blame the D. I think the D did all it 
it should have needed to do to win that game in regulation and and the mistakes and the the lack of aggressiveness and and all that that you know didn't yeah. give them a chance to make it happen yeah um well i mean you know there's there's probably a, we can skin this cat a bunch of different yeah. ways but at the end of the day it's just you know um i i can't believe that feel the the loss felt it, it just it was so bad like it it, it almost it wasn't quite as bad as uh, you know the Dallas week two uh, home opener. No, only because that oh, was just such an awful game all around. But I but think it was it, close. It was a more pa- I think it was a more <laughs> painful loss. The actual loss. The, the the home opener with Dallas was just like all right, everything's fucked. Like this yeah. is that's the worst thing I've ever seen on a football field. This was just like you have this game won. We are 100% confident, feeling great, and then in the span of, of 20 minutes, everything just disappears, and, it, and it's just like you're still holding that win in your hand, wondering what the fuck happened. Yeah. Uh, here, here's, a little, uh, here's a little bit of a shocker coming in because uh, we're going to switch over to some NFL stuff for the last uh, half hour because we just like to take a look around the league. Uh, obviously and because fuck that game, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Uh, and by the way, sorry. Carson Wentz outplayed Dak Prescott easily. It wasn't sorry. Even close. Like don't even, don't even, don't even let people try to tell you otherwise. Dak played really well. Yeah, he found wide that, open receivers in yes, zones. It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> like I because how do you open, remember what was that? The, do you remember the Terrence Newman bomb that like I was just like oh his hand got deflected. Yep. Like something must have happened because the ball is ten yards to Terrence Terrence Williams left. And then you saw the replay, like, oh no, yeah. that was or how about literally the Dak, just. Or how about the end zone throw to Dez? Yeah, yeah. It's one of the all time worst. Where Jalen Mills like is wagging his finger. Sure, it was five feet. Yeah, Jalen, dude. Good lord. Oh, someone just in general, get that kid. Someone just grab him by the head and be like, dude, what, what is wrong with you? You keep doing this in spots <laughs> where you're getting your ass handed to. What is wrong with you? More annoying. Ezekiel Elliott doing the feed me thing or Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills, I'm yeah, sorry because Ezekiel Elliott deserves yeah. to do that. Justin the Grace too. I hate it. I don't love Zeke doing it because it sucks because he's doing it against me, but at least he's doing something. Yeah, yes, at least, yeah, at least he just barreled over three guys. You just didn't really you didn't turn around. Which is the other thing too. Like turn around yes. Turn around. Somebody turn around. We're at that thing again. Like I think it was that Bradley Fletcher. The, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, and that last that touchdown throw to Des to tie it up yep. actually and man Rodney I saw you I saw you man you an inch away from punching that ball out mm-hmm. he was Des was bringing that down and it was like a slow mo oh. bad Rocky movie it just whoo yep. she went right over top of it yep. anyway here's what's surprising or probably not surprising to a lot of you that it is not a Stan Bradford Stan so currently right now we're recording this during Monday Night Football it's the second quarter a lot of things can change. Bears up 13-0. What? Over Minnesota. Sam Bradford, 3 for 9, 35 yards, 0 touchdowns, 0 interceptions. Jay Cutler, welcome back, 120 yards. Oh, God, still bad. 9 for 15. <laughs> uh, the only thing I saw is that Jay Cutler hit uh, Ashlon Jeffrey in the head on a deep right pass. Like, didn't even turn around. Just hit him in the back of the helmet. Good. So that's going on down there. I, I, Alshon, I, we'll take you, man. I thought we'll of this. take you away from Cutler. Let me let me, let me just because I know that there was a lot of people saying like, well, we can't extend him on a tag and a lot of stuff, and I would never do that. How about this? Tag him again. Yeah. How about I'm, how about how third about, round pick, Alshon Jeffrey, seventeen point five million dollars next year. That's all. That is basically Connor Barwin and Jason Peters, who you're going to get rid of anyway. The Bradford contract comes off. 
I think they can do it and then try and establish a long-term deal. He plays on the tag for that year. Okay. I, I mean, like, Howie. Yo, I'm I even, know you can't hear me I'm right now. but I'm even uh, willing to give up a third-round pick just for the chance. I don't even need him to re-sign before. I'll just trade for him. I'm at that. Just so, yeah, because actually, just so I don't have to fucking watch this wide receiver core for nine more games. I, even so, at worst comes to worse, you can you still get tag a, him. Yeah, yeah, you get a tag. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that, look, that worst case, you can do that. I, 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 I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I'm if, with you, man. If this is this is where I just, I guess, I don't understand. Like, what? Yes. So the people that said yes, this was supposed to be a bad team anyway. Well, you're you're at a crossroads right now. This is it. You're about halfway through the season, and you can either you can either be or not be. If you, it, honestly, if they don't do anything tomorrow on Tuesday to do anything trade trade deadline wise, they will not. They're not going to get. They they probably won't make the playoffs. That's how crucial it is. Yeah, that is how crucial it is. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I you know. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, but seriously, do something. Real quick, just along that, I thought it was, you know, for what it's worth, and and if I had to bet money, I would bet that a trade doesn't happen, not because they're not yeah, trying. Probably, it probably won't. It's just really hard to get these things done at the trade deadline. But um, I did think that Doug's response to the question today as opposed to last week was interesting. He was very clear, we're not doing that last week. And then today he was like, well, you know, it's not really my deal. <laughs> Ride the guy's a guy. Probably you know? not. Uh, probably not we'll likely. See, I don't really know. Yeah, you know, it was like, like it really was. He really equivocated a lot more than than he did prior. So I thought that was at least semi interesting for for the truthers out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also uh, semi interesting was that uh, London game. Um, I you know it it was the first time that best London game ever. Yeah, for, for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you know, Washington and Cincinnati. They gave us a little bit of a show. Like yeah, it was, it was a fun. little bit of back and forth. It was again a kind of a sloppy start, but uh, and a sloppy finish. But it was still entertaining. AJ Green just doing AJ Green things, making Josh Norman look like a total dick, and uh, Josh Norman getting upset afterwards was was great. But I can't like is uh, the between him and obviously we'll get to the Raiders game too, but. You know, Sebastian Janikowski missing, like, everybody was missing kicks the and, last And the weeks. guys who've been making them, I mean, Dustin Hopkins has been, like, automatic this year, and obviously <laughs> yes. Janikowski's king automatic. And again, that was a, that came off the ice, too. Like, they to called a timeout, he made it, and then they, yeah, <laughs> the same thing. So you're just sitting there like, uh, And that was a, sh- that was like a 34-yarder yeah. or something. Like that. And I don't, is, you know, is the quote getting taken out of context? I think because Jake Gruden knows there's overtime. Jake Gruden knows that you can tie. I didn't see uh, this. What happened? Well, see, there a lot of people were saying yesterday, and Glenn brought it up too, where he's just like, did you know that Jay Gruden didn't know that you could tie in football? I don't think that – after I read it in context, I think it's just like, you know, at first I when he was watching the Arizona uh, – what was that? The Arizona-Seattle Seattle game, he's like, oh, he didn't realize he could tie then. And then the next part of the quote was, I didn't think we would be the next team to do it like the very next week. I didn't know that that would okay, ever be a possibility. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So either way, the the implication is that within the last two weeks was the first time Jay Green <laughs> well, found out you well, could tie yeah, in football. Yeah, so the, so is the, that po- what? Uh, yeah. So like it was it was really weird. That's You're outrageous. Just like, and then uh, yeah, because there's a, and it, it just goes to show you like there's not a lot of not every single head coach. And I think there's maybe like five six. Seven in the league that probably know the rule book, you know, mm-hmm. front and back. You know, mm-hmm. Bill Parcells was one of those guys. He was yeah, always Belichick like, obviously, sure. He was exactly what he was like, hey, you can't do that. Da, da, da. Yeah. So there would be, yeah, I don't think there are a lot of 
players, coaches that know the but, entire right, rule book. Right, 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 but right. But seriously, yeah, that is so basic. Yeah, there's a difference between not knowing the entire rule book and not knowing yeah. one of the most basic rules <laughs> of playing the game. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. But uh, and that's where you thought like. And a tie. This is I, here's my idea because I hate I hate the ties. I hate the ties. I, they, they bother me I so much. I hate ties. Because, I also hate shootouts, though. For what it's worth. Yeah. Well, here's my In idea. Soccer, though, especially because I'm 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 actually going to go to the shootout route for the NFL. What I think you need to do is because the kickers have been this will be entertaining, right? Kickers have been pretty bad this year, so line them both up at the thirty. If they make it, take them back five. They make that, take them back another five, you know, until somebody misses. I don't hate that, but I just don't want the game to come down to the kicker. I, I, it, it already does in uh, overtime well, uh, anyway. No, here, why don't they just make overtime first touchdown wins? And then even and the, just well because they they couldn't could go on forever. I'm just that, sick they couldn't even do that. <laughs> I am sick and tired of of you know what? Keep fucking playing, then. All right, you're athletes. I don't care if it's a difficult. <laughs> yeah, game. just like no clock. That's what I mean. No clock. Just play till someone wins. Yeah, like, yeah. I, it's Bullshit. These ties are bullshit. I, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's like it's the most unsatisfying thing in the world. Especially, <laughs> look, if you're going to keep playing in the playoffs, why not just keep playing now? Baseball doesn't ever stop. Yeah. And they play 162 games a year. Or just literally, but just have no. How would you do that, though, if it was set, like first touchdown win? So you kickers no, are. No, just, fuck that. Just, just for, let, no clock. No clock. No clock. Same and everybody rules. gets a possession. No Same clock. rules that they have right now, just no clock. Somebody yeah, wins like eventually. That. Justin, no clock or shootout? No clock. Yeah. I think so. I think that would, yeah. It's it. You don't want to bastardize <laughs> be... the sport for the ultimate win. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's my problem yeah. with shootouts in soccer is the whole sport is, you know, it boiled down to this uh, this one shooting from yeah. five feet away from the guy yeah. and, and a goalie guessing one way or the other. You yeah, know? no. Well, soccer it's a, it's completely different. It's even it's... worse because there's no skill to the shootout whatsoever comparatively <laughs> yes. to like hockey. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, yeah, and and the thing about it is too, and the reason why I hate ties is because a tie is it's not a loss, it's not a win, and it still helps Washington. Yep. So actually, you're still kind of a game behind those guys, and then you get the Giants come up. Like it's just. Here's the other thing too. Just I completely forgot to mention this: the Eagles might not just be a road team, right? I mean, yeah. like Chicago was bad when they faced them, and other than that, they've been amazing. They've been home. great at home and terrible on the road. So really, not terrible on the road, just not good not enough good on enough. the road. It's a very interesting thought, John, because we, you know, we really haven't had a team like that in a while around here, but. Uh, it, it's we've had other teams. We've had teams that struggled at home, but that could certainly be possible. I mean, that is something that you do see in the NFL. You see teams that are just really good at home that play well at home. I mean, yeah. and obviously teams like Seattle that are great at home and all that. But I, that's a really interesting thought. I could see that. Yeah, because I mean, they look you know, like it, lights out at home. Yes, exactly. And it's like it's it's way different. The pace is way different. Everything's at the feel it's like they, you know. Yeah. And and we because we talked about a lot like. Dallas isn't a home field advantage for Dallas, but maybe it's not an advantage. It's still to, Dallas. It's not like it's, it's Philadelphia. I mean, yeah, it's 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 not it's, like it's a neutral site. It's really interesting because you know they're they're compl- I feel like they're completely different teams because you're, you're in stretches, and the same thing happened to Detroit. They were dominant for a long period of time, but not the whole game. You know, and the same thing with Dallas. They were dominant for a whole period of time, not the whole game, and they somehow. Kind of got away from it. We'll have to we'll have to see. You know, if they lose to the Giants, then maybe there's <laughs> there's some 
there's some credence to it. The uh, the thing that's kind of shaping up now too is, you know, and this is where I I think that I think in a lot of people's minds that it's the division or nothing for the playoffs. But honestly, you know, you start looking at how are things mapped out again. Detroit loses to the Texans, uh, and then you have Green Bay losing to Atlanta. Uh, and I'm trying to see if there's any other team that's really Minnesota's not winning their division. Minnesota's losing to Chicago right now. <laughs> well, yeah, but they, I mean, like, I know, they, they're, they're included the division winner, so there, there might be. I, 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 Arizona I'm, I'm lost sh- to Carolina. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going to see two NFC East teams in the playoffs. I really I, do. I, of course, there is no other division in football. Is everyone over 500? It, it only makes sense. I mean, the odds say that you will. In fact, I mean, eight, I'd say right card. now you've got a decent chance of seeing three. Yeah, yeah. I the, who knows? Yeah, they might. There might be. There might be a nine and seven, eight and eight with a tie. Well, unfortunately, the, the, for the Eagles, they don't have the tiebreaker. But if they if they can finish with nine wins, I, honestly, I think they'll be Close. very much in the hunt. To They're going to get nine and lose to a nine six and one Washington <laughs> team. <laughs> right. Like, That's it. Like, yeah. Oh my God. I would. Yeah. I would. I would pretty much just uh, throw my head in the toilet and flush it as many times as I can. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of shaping up to be that way. And, again, it's kind of more or less like I know everybody's beating up on the product this year. and But that's true. I mean, like there's – geez, oh, man. They just – even yesterday. Yeah, the Atlanta-Green Bay game was fun. That was, that was the first really fun enjoyed, one of the year. I enjoyed that, and that was it. Yeah, it was the first – I felt like that was the first time all year I was like, wow, this game is really fun. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it's – well, that and uh, – and I take that back. The Tampa – the Oakland game was really, for different reasons. It was oh, really yeah. fun, but it was that that. I mean, oh, can we talk about that real quick? Yes, the we 23 can. penalties was it? I think uh, I believe that's 200 right. 200 yards of penalties. Yeah, and they won the game. That has to be the worst loss in the history of football. No, <laughs> I, I mean 24 penalties. Yes, I mean it took every single one of those 14 yeah, penalties for it took every single one of those 14 penalties for the Eagles to lose that game. In 23 Detroit. penalties over 200 yards. You're supposed to lose that game. what I'm saying. And you missed the field goal to, uh, <laughs> to go for the win. You're supposed to lose that two game. Two field goals. They missed two field goals. What, what is that? What happened? Oh How did they God. win that game? It's the most unbelievable win of all time. It really is. Yeah. And like, and I, I'm just going to make this point again because uh, they didn't like my joke, but hello, Jacksonville. You done fucked up real bad. <laughs> real bad. Like excessively so bad. That you passed oh on. I mean, like, so did 31 is, other teams. Yeah, and but man, you man, took, man. Bla- the point is you took Blake you Bortles. You took Blake Bortles, and man, oh, man, do you feel like a dick to yeah, right now. He's a top 500 five. yards. I think, I think he's a top five guy. And that's another Scott Casimir guy. Is he a top five guy. quarterback in the NFL right now? He As might a, be. Like, through As, seven like, weeks? right this moment, he might be. I mean, he certainly is numbers-wise through seven weeks. Let me check. Let me, let, or eight weeks. Let me take a peep at that real quick. I mean, Brady won. Yeah, without a doubt. It's and, far and, and away. Good Lord, son. I mean, like, Dude, he's every the time. MVP. He's played four games. Yeah, every time that I just, it, it is so incredible how he just kind of picks it up. And the next thing he's, I love Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. Me too. I, 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 I love I, to watch that guy play. Like It, it went too. from, fuck you, he's not the best quarterback in the league when Favre was still yeah. around. And like, no way. And, Monta- and then it got to, like, the Montana Brady, you know, Manning thing discussion. I was like, no, Manning. And then after that, like, it just became like, oh, he's so good. I hate him. And, oh, my God, I love him. Yeah, I think he's Tom the Brady is – I, I can't hate Tom I Brady. I think he's the best quarterback who has ever played football. Yeah, he is. And, the, and Dan Klecko was telling me about that. He's just like, you got it. He's like, if you don't know that by now, 
you got to be the dumbest <laughs> mf'er on the planet. Like it's, he's just like, are you kidding me? You're watching this guy. How Jesus. did you watch this guy and not know? <laughs> That's yeah, great. yeah. Uh, so yeah, and in between, we'll get back to that Falcons game real quick too, because there was. It, it, yeah. It's so weird for them because again, like four and four and five and three are so much different. Like yeah. right, yes, and the Eagles still have a chance to kind of do that, right? So. I mean, I was just thinking like Dan Quinn is going to screw this up, yeah, somehow. But you know, and it's and it's crazy because <laughs> there was, I mean, I, Julio Jones did n- nothing, zero, nothing in that game. Tevin, no Tevin Coleman either. No, no Tevin Coleman and Mohamed Sanu. You know, like whatever. What was what he finished? Well, oh yeah, not nine for eighty four, but still, like I couldn't believe how many points were scored without Julio Jones. It just shows you how bad that Green Bay's defense yeah, really is. And and kind of hate to say it and you're gonna hate me saying it i think matt ryan might be good this year. oh no well yeah it's it's just kind of like again for people He's, that don't I, know let's say this way, he looked really good yesterday yeah he did for those that don't know, I just, for some reason, <laughs> I want to punch Matt right in the face. No reason. Like, he's probably a nice guy. But you said I just that don't. forever. Uh, yeah. Always. It's like, as long as but, I've known you, I feel like it was the first conversation we had. Yeah, Fuck yeah, Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like Matt Ryan. Uh, and and there's no way you'd be able to Tom Brady me, Matt. You know, there's it's just not it's No, not possible. it'll never happen. And you'll never be as good as him. Yeah. But or as handsome. Yes. Uh, but I don't, uh, see, this is where Matt Ryan's the most confusing quarterback, I think, right now. Uh, period. I mean, I think it's I think it's even a worse confusion than Joe Flacco was because, you know, there was we we know it's like okay he's really bad and if he gets hot in the playoffs and whatever and I still remember some of those hot takes where like who would you rather have Peyton Manning or Joe Is Flacco? Joe in the Flacco elite. Yeah, well, you know, shouts to PFT commenter, but but I Joe can't... Flacco was elite for a month. Yeah, for a month he was. He looked he looked he like was that. amazing. But is that that's what I'm saying? Is it what changed? What changed for Matt Ryan? The same offensive coordinators there, it's you know. They still had Julio Jones. Like what? What really changed? So I don't know. I don't know. But um, I really I don't know what the answer is. What is he? Thirty? I mean, thirty-one or something? I mean, is he that old? Let's find out. That would be my guess. Oh, he's thirty-one. Wow. Holy so you go. Thought so. Um, so I love say that like I, like we're not older than that, but that's good. Well, no, I'm just I'm in, joking. In, I'm like joking. a dog uh, in football no, years. Joking, that yes. is. No, older well, than you expect, but not. at the same point, it's not. Maybe it's, you know, maybe he's just f- figured it out from an intelligence standpoint. Not, you know, may- yeah. maybe he's just starting, you know, it just took him a while, but now the game moves slow for him or, or everything's just working out. Or maybe it's just one of those years where he is just good. Look, he's always shown that he at least f- we've seen flashes of, of really nice stuff from him. So maybe it's just that year, his Mark Rippon year. Or <laughs> I like that. Yeah. As well. well, it's yeah, and I I also didn't realize this. He's from Exton, PA. I, yeah, of course. No he went idea. to Penn Charter. I had no he's idea. He's a local. You didn't know he's a oh, local. I knew he was guy. local. Yeah. I didn't know he's that local. Yeah, That's he went to Penn crazy. Charter. How about that? How about that? Uh, yeah, Saint Seahawks. Again, kind of an interesting one, uh, only because yeah. Russell uh, Wilson's that's looking worse and worse. Another team that's not that good, Seattle. I, their no. defense looking worse and worse. Like, yeah, how you, about the Earl Thomas whiff on you? The, can pass on the Seahawks. When did that start? Weird. Right? <laughs> right, right, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's and granted, like it's it's the dome. Everything. No, kind of yeah, but, there, but but then you go like, and look at they've been giving up passing yards for the last month. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick even put up like 250 on him or whatever. I mean, like, they haven't been great against the pass of late. Yeah, and it's um, again, I, I really think it's hard to keep it's really, that's why it was so impressive with Seattle. They kept that defense together for so long and nothing, they were still you know, that, that same type of uh, high intensity, same type of 
playing. This is the first time where you've seen it kind of like shake into something. It's not all quite there. And this is what happens when you start like, even though it was Byron Maxwell and he sucks, mm-hmm. when you start messing with a lot of the pieces, it's bound to happen at some point that it's just like, yeah, it it's not going to be as good. You know, you don't have, you know, it's the same with their offensive line. They kind of like, oh, yeah, let that alone. They chose, I think, correctly. And we're just like, yeah, we're yeah, just going to stick like, with this. Max we're, Unger, see you later. We need a little more firepower. Russell Okung, see you later. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and not the that, that uh, those, I mean, Russell Okung is, hasn't been playing great either. So it's just kind of like. He's been I, I He's mean, been okay. But, you know, but. Um, Better than what I they mean, have. He's actually been pretty good in yeah, Denver. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing a nice job for them. But again, definitely better than what they have. And Max Unger has been terrific in New Orleans. Like he's been, he's been the heart of that line as he was there. I mean, he's one of the best centers in football. And look, Jimmy Graham's playing a little better this year. So, and it was a salary. I mean, there was a lot that went into that anyway. So it didn't. You can't take it apples for apples. But that O line used to be a strength of the team. It wasn't just that Marshawn was what he was. That helped. But you know, that O line, that O line, that O line did help. Yes, and and it is it is a weakness now. Can I also say that forever Seattle was the example? I mean, I know Thomas Ross is hurt, and I know Christine Michael's been having a pretty decent year there. But all that argument about everybody pointing to the Seattle running backs and going like, "This is why you don't need to spend money. This is why you don't need to spend money on running backs and resources." Yo, man, there's nobody close to Marshawn Lynch. Nope. No, not no. No one can sniff that guy's jock at all. No. So don't 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 tell me that anymore. No. Honestly. And, and, yeah, and you and, don't. And, and I mean, with the d- disappearance of Todd Gurley, he's weird. Yeah, it is uh, weird because he's he's pretty an elite guy. Yeah, but. I think that's as much that's that that's situational. I mean, I, I look, I, I know people are like, oh, he did well last year with a crappy offensive line. There's something. Case Keenum, first of all, is a disaster. And then with that O line, they just can't run block. It's a real weird situation there. Yes, it really is. It, the whole thing is weird. Like the obviously the golf thing, and it's just a weird situation right now. The Los Angeles Rams. I, I don't think you can blame Gurley for what's happening. With no, that. yeah, no, you really can't. And well, you just blame everybody else because that's because uh, Todd, Gur- Todd Gurley's a stud. Yeah, yeah. This somehow, uh, somehow the Rams still lost on a bye. Um, but you know, and it's and it's just to switch to because <laughs> this ended up being pretty, I guess, more funny than it was entertaining. But the you know, Browns and Jets, you're like, oh god, it's an instant snoozer. It's actually semi-entertaining game because uh, the Browns looked like they were going to take care of this thing, and yeah. they and they browned out like crazy, yeah. they and they came back seven. And the same things with Ryan Fitzpatrick too, where you're just like the same the same stuff. Where just like the, the passes that. Should not be caught or caught. Mm-hmm. They ended up going in for touchdowns. And I think as soon as Joe Namath had tweeted out, like, oh, you got to bench this guy. You can never do it. Then he goes and throws three touchdowns horribly, and they end up winning this thing 31 to, to 28. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I still might th- – I'm, I'm still thinking – a broken-armed Brian Hoyer was, might still be better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. So congratulations. I'm just raising my fist in the air. and, and I, I, that is, this, is, this is my moment right here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, we touched on uh, Patriots-Bills. Uh, Chiefs-Colts was another. This is yeah. – y- y- you start to have these discussions now. Well, they, they come up every week of just how good – what is Andrew Luck? What is he? You know, is he is he that good? I, I would I if man, I would really like to have seen what Andrew Luck would have done in Seattle and the same with Russell Wilson in Indianapolis, just to see the kind of difference there. I think there are, are things at hand. Here's something here's an interesting conversation I had over the weekend too. 
because he started thinking about started thinking about Colin Kaepernick and just like how could he drop off that, that far? Much. And you saw Andrew Luck, and you and you he was he came out of college, and you're like, holy shit! In this first couple of years, like, oh my god! And now it's kind of it's regressed a little bit. And then I think of my guy Jake Ruddock, who is in Iowa, who played quarterback like I I would have if I like with just terrible. He was awful. He was dog shit. And he transfers to Michigan the same time that Jim Harbaugh is there. And somehow he gets made into a player. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, Jim Harbaugh's a really fucking good coach. You had that conversation with me, John. Is that what I was having? I think it was you, me, and BLJ, but yes. (laughs) And I agree. That was the takeaway. I mean, dude, like, Jim Harbaugh is a really good coach. That dude. (laughs) You're just like, wow. He took Alex Smith to an NFC championship game and then took Colin Kaepernick to a Super Bowl. I mean, Colin Kaepernick. Might be the worst quarterback in the NFL outside of, you know, maybe Fitzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, Case Keenum. I mean, he is very high on the list. I mean, Colin Kaepernick is so bad, and a Harbaugh was dominant with that. It's unbelievable. Jim Har- and, and 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 clearly probably about as difficult a human being to work with as there is on this planet. I'm sure in Jim Harbaugh, but the dude can coach. Yeah, he can. It's it's incredible, and. Um, yeah, even uh, you know the old uh, Andrew Luck garbage time didn't really show up. Chiefs, have, yeah, Chiefs have been playing. They shut the- it down. It, but but to your point, I mean, I, th- I I mean, it's just watch that team and and tell me you don't feel bad for Andrew Luck. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's so a, bad, especially with the corners. Dude, you're he like, should oh, win MVP man. just for winning them three games already. That's how bad that unit is. Like every single person around him, and and, and I think why we didn't see the comeback is because T. Y. Hilton was hurt, and it really has been. He's yeah. had one guy to go to. And that, I mean, Hilton was leading the league in targets heading into the week. Hilton was clearly hurt, just didn't really factor in. And I think that really killed the, the Indy offense. Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, reason I bring this game up more and more than anything else, good old Nick Foles, 16 for 22, Foles 223 yards. Well, how about he just comes off the bench and hurls a 43-yard touchdown yeah, pass? Yeah, because to like, literally no, because, again, blown coverage. You're just like, you got to be kidding me, man. You know, Alex Smith goes down. Once he's, uh, they go through the concussion protocol, he's good. And, and like clockwork, like, what is it, three or three drives later, he gets, goes back out again. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, Jeremy Macklin finally catches a touchdown there. It, it, kind of interesting with that, too. I know that, yes, Jeremy Macklin would definitely help this team. But I'm starting to think that it, it might have been a small blessing in disguise. I don't want to say people are going to be like, oh, my God, are you crazy? I would take Jeremy Macklin here in a second. So would I. But after this year, I don't know. I don't. I you know. There's. I, I you know what. I got to look up his contract. But at the same time, like, like nine, nine he to ten, a year. is starting to not be the same guy. He he is starting to do the thing that you know every kind of everybody does when they get older. It's just like I and and I think he's still going to be on the books for a while and kind of you know not not a full drop, but just you know slowly start declining from here. Yeah, I think. Because Macklin was so much better than the vast majority of oh, yes. slop that we've had before, after, whatever, you know. Um, uh, you know, and look, I think it's, I just think it's hard to judge Macklin in this system. It really is. I, I know, you know, he is the number one receiver in that system, but it is really not a receiver friendly system. It's not a receiver friendly quarterback. Yeah. I mean, look, Nick Foles comes in and he gets a touchdown immediately and you know is involved. Like I, I do think it's it's I don't blame Maglin as much, but 
I think either way, Macklin was never worth that money. He was never that, you know, top five, top ten receiver no. in the NFL type of guy. But, you know, he's so much better than what you have. Oh, yeah, absolutely like, it's is. Still, it's still not. I think you still are happy even if you overpaid him. And uh, actually, now that I'm looking at his contract breakdown, yeah, no, they, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles fucked up, man. Like, there's, yeah, because yeah, this year, I mean, there's, you can start saving money next year. You can cut him next year and save $5 million, and it just increases every single year. So I take that back. But still, <laughs> it, uh, it, it just kind of interesting that, you know, he just doesn't look like the same guy out there. And they don't really have anything. I think it's really just because they've, they finally, you know, Travis Kelsey is what Zach Hertz was supposed to be. Travis Kelsey is, is that type of tight end. The real thing out. with getting the wrong brothers. <laughs> well, hey, Jason's been playing pretty well up I until know, you know I it's know, a, know. But man, that would be nice on the same team. Uh, yeah, there. It's it's kind of just. Um, uh, and yeah, well, by the way, uh, while I'm thinking of Chiefs and next Chiefs, why did some? There were there were more than a handful of people, people that I respect, that were bringing up a trade for Nile Davis. It, it or that already happened. Yeah, he's in Green Bay. Yeah, who, who are you talking about? I'm not going to say names. Really? But uh, there were some people that were suggesting. Yeah, I could see now Davis coming in here. Why would the Green Bay tr- trade from Green them? What like, they ju- he just got traded. So I I don't know. That's it's just it's, yeah, it's that just desperate can- for anything. And it's Kansas City, and Doug was there, and thus people just jump on it. Uh, also in this game, oh, I'm going to flip it. Uh, let's play a game. Jack Doyle. Or Zach Ertz? Oh, Jack Doyle's been <laughs> dominant compared to Ertz. C.J. Fedorowicz has been dominant compared How to that? Ertz. How about that? C.J. Fedorowicz. I'll tell the story. C.J. Fedorowicz wanted to quit football. <laughs> by the way, C.J. Fedorowicz <laughs> wanted to quit football. By the way. By, by uh, a, a very trustworthy source. And his, his, his a family member talked him out of it. So you've, yeah, it's crazy to me. that like That's insane. There was a... Uh, is it say from what I heard, it was just saying like I got enough money in the bank here, I would rather just quit football. But now that he's uh, kind of involved more, and there's probably a second contract coming. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure this changed your mind. I wonder though, because like that, I know we've had this discussion too. Is I wonder how many I wonder how many young kids would just be like, you know what, I'm good. I I, 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 I can walk away from this more, and I think and that's going to happen a lot more and more and more. If no, if for no other reason, because the kids themselves or because, I don't know, parents like me would say, <laughs> son, you are not playing football. Yes. I don't want your brain to get that. This is stupid. You're a kid. Go play baseball. Go play soccer. Go play something where your head's not going to get banged around. Go play the other three sports, which are guaranteed money. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, make your kid a baseball <laughs> and, player. Can we Can we just better. make can your we, kid anything else but a football yes, player? But, oh, my but God. What are we doing? Baseball would be. Yeah. What are we doing? But we'll be uh, we'll be bleeding green. Uh, uh, other sports <laughs> yeah, nation, yeah, but whatever. We are Philadelphia <laughs> three for three. Yeah. Yeah, the podcast. Philadelphia handball eagles is who we're covering now. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. By the way, I got to rip Chris Stuber too because, uh, good lord, man, Stubes. Stubes, I love you, but Jesus Christ, he suggested Terrell Owens today, and he no. was serious about no, it. No, he didn't. Yeah. Come no. on, man! No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was real bad. <laughs> I was just like, Stubes. I wouldn't. He's he. I wouldn't dare trade for Tory Smith. I would. I think that a forty-one-year-old Terrell Owens, after being out of the game for six years, would be a much better option. I'm just like, you know what? I got nothing. Just there. please, please stop writing. After that, <laughs> you're, for a week, like you're yeah. suspended. You're, Don't even bring that up. <laughs> go again. sit in the corner with the dunce cap on after that. <laughs> yeah, one. Like, come on, come on, Stubes. 
I know you're better than that. Anyway. Is Todd Pinkson available? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He could, is, uh, what's Chad Lewis up to? I don't know. Freaking. I, we should we get Chad on. Chad is terrific. Year. What a great talker. <laughs> Chad Johnson, he'd come back. Yeah, there you go. Uh, any uh, random thoughts as we're, ooh, we're heading out here, buddy? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, how about this one? Yeah. So, you want to hear this? Yeah. It's not really a thought as much of a very quick story. I like stories. Yeah. I went uh, to Walmart and got a bunch of candy for Halloween because, you know, I live in an area with a bunch of kids, neighborhood, lots of doors. And then, uh, you know, the wife and I eat a little bit of the candy and we're like, all right, you know what? We don't want to be the assholes who run out of candy. <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing ever. So I went and I bought a shit ton more candy. Guess how many people came to ours? Two. Zero. Are you kidding me? Zero <laughs> Nobody kids came to nobody the house. Came? I have more candy than I could eat in, in a thousand lifetimes right now. <laughs> so so uh, interesting story. Because I have a similar one. Oh, good. I enjoy some So <laughs> Lady Barchard, right? Yes. Was very excited because we moved into a neighborhood that is nothing but kids. <laughs> nothing but kids. Everywhere. Every, everywhere you turn, kids. So we looked at same issue. We go, okay, 120 pieces, another 120 yeah, piece bag. Yeah, yeah. Got to get one more yeah. just to make sure. Just to Don't want to be a dick. Yes. And everybody you see. So I got the report today because I couldn't be there. Of everybody was out, it's full costumes, everything. For some reason, in this neighborhood, they only put candy at the end of the driveway. People stand at the end of the driveway and hand out candy. No, it is apparently a tradition in this neighborhood that you don't go and knock on the door and say trick or treat. What? And it's like thirty-five degrees outside. I don't mind care. you. It's that's the worst. And so I was like, wait, heard. you're not going to walk another fucking fifteen feet to knock on the door and go get candy? So because of this. We only got like three trick or treaters this year, and now there's five hundred pieces of candy that are hanging. I mean, like I'm gonna eat like 120 yeah, of them, but still, eat a lot of candy. like oh, and she copped the the Skittles, like all the fruity shit that I love. Oh, oh so good, it's awesome. Yeah, Starburst. So that's yeah. staying there, but uh, but I can't believe what, what, you're not gonna walk up to the damn door for candy. It's outrageous, yo! I'll outwork every freak. single kid there. Are you yeah, kidding and me? And not just that, not just that. It's the it's the ho- that's the holiday. You knock, trick or treat. <laughs> it's the thing. Yeah. It's the oh, thing your costume you do. Looks so good. It's yeah. what you do. <laughs> it's the, like it's just a, this isn't a parade. You don't walk by in a costume <laughs> and fucking throw uh, it in a box. Hello, that's how you understand this candy here. Um, yeah, I was blown away by that. That's I was wild. like, man. And also, my my cousins and nephews who looked great, by the way. We had a, they went uh, unicorn, Batman, and Grim Reaper in order, which Beautiful. I thought was was it's a perfect good combination. Everything goes together well. Yeah, my brother's neighborhood. <sighs> I would dress up like a kid. They're handing out like Is that, not just one house that's full size. Oh my god, yeah. That this, I mean, like he tweeted, sh- <laughs> he showed me a picture. He's got twelve like full size candy bars coming. I'm like, what? what? There was usually like was one like, or had, two houses yes. a year that, that you, you would went go to. to. Yeah, well, you went to the rich neighborhood to. and you're like, yes, they yeah, had a full I got stuff. full stickers, bar. So apparently, uh, you know, my so brother's a baller we, yeah, and he's uh, living sorry, in the yes. right neighborhood. Great. Unbelievable. That's gonna do it for PGN Radio right here in New Media Studios. I'm telling you guys, it's it's a uh, it's a fantastic place to come in here and record. You don't have to worry about. Anything. Justin is amazing. And uh, and maybe a little tease. Justin and I are going to team up together 
So if you're listening to this, you want to you find out a little more about the radio industry, the podcast industry, voiceover lessons, things like that. We're going to have something together in the offseason. So just, you know, think about that as we kind of roll Let that out. Let it percolate. Let it percolate. We will be at Dave & Buster's on Columbus tomorrow. Avenue, Delaware Avenue. Thought you were, it's my fault because I thought you were going to say like on a day, but you were oh, saying. Oh, no, tomorrow. You know, yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> on tomorrow. My fault. I fucked that up, man, Tony. Man, I'm going to stop talking. Uh, BLG will be down there as well, and he's, uh, you know, he's going to stay the night. It's going to be a slumber party. So Woo! we expect you to be down there, too. Thank you for listening. I am John Barcher. That is James Zeltzer. It's been BGN Radio right here on Bleeding Green Nation and BGNRadio.com.